Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Sorry Not Sorry Pickleball Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Kelly. This week, we're hanging out at the APP, Newport Beach Open. We had a lot of new names, a lot of new faces coming up through the qualifier, making it to Championship Sunday. It was a fun day of pickleball. We'll talk all about it, plus some other news regarding MLP and the PPA. But before we do that, if you guys wouldn't mind hitting that like button, subscribing to the channel, sharing this with your friends, and with that out of the way, let's go ahead and get into today's episode. This is the new and improved forgiveness. I just want to apologize so to you sorry. again, tell you how I'm sorry I am Terribly about sorry. the mistake. And You're if there's sorry. anything at all I can do for you, please don't hesitate to ask. Come along, Howie. It's time for your lobotomy. Forgiveness. I'm not sorry I took the money. All right, first up, let's talk women's singles. We had Paris Todd. No surprise there. She was in every single championship match this weekend against Megan Fudge. This match seemed like it was just backhand to backhand from the baseline the entire time. Megan Fudge rocking the blue leggings. She's been sponsored by this company called Laurieaver or something like that. I don't know. Everybody jokes around that the logo looks like the Las Vegas Raiders logo, the NFL team. I don't know if it's just a Southern California thing. But it seems like Megan Fudge is purely rocking gang colors this weekend. She's got the crit blue here. Yesterday, she was wearing blood red. Pick a gang, Megan. You can't just pick both. APP wasn't streaming on Thursday and Friday, so who knows? Maybe one of those days she was wearing purple. Is that like Latin Kings or something like that? I don't know. I'm not in a gang. So Megan Fudge ended up getting crushed in this first game, but she brought the heat in the second one. She ended up taking one away from Paris Todd. Interesting enough... After this point here, when they end it, let's see if they paddle tap. Oh, no. No paddle taps from Paris Todd. Megan Fudge taps the net. How nice for her. Seemed like we saw a lot of APP players not paddle tapping. They don't need to make some big Instagram post about it, make it all big deal. Just start doing it if you want to do it. Or not do it if you don't want to do it. In the third game, Megan Fudge got down big. You can see here with her coach, Dane Gingrich. She just seems like she's just like, you know what, dude? I'm enough of you. Like, look, like, you don't get it. Meanwhile, look at the chemistry over there with Paris Todd's coach, Hunter Johnson, her boyfriend, I guess. I don't know. We could all just say it out loud now, right? They're boyfriend and girlfriend. Let's just quit the bullshit. Does a boyfriend make a good coach? I don't know. I can't imagine I'd be a good coach for my girlfriend. I mean, I'd try really hard, but she'd probably just get annoyed at everything I'd say. So Megan Fudge did fight hard in this last game, but... Was not quite enough. Paris Todd is just so dominant in the APP. I don't think anybody's surprised that she won this women's singles match. She got her first gold medal of the day. Next up, we had men's singles. We got a new face here, Kwong Duong. I think I'm saying that right. This dude's on Instagram as like the, the airbender or something like that. Anyways, this dude can put shape on the ball. He smacks the thing. And not only does he smack it hard, he screams hard. Every shot this guy hits, he is screaming at the top of his lungs. It's kind of intimidating. It's not annoying like, I don't know, Salome Davidze, who's just, eh, eh. he's like, huh, huh. let's see if we can pick up the sound on here. 
<laughs> I don't know. I'm sure it's annoying if you're there in person, but APP, their broadcast sucks so much. You can't really hear much of what's going on in the court. This dude is 17 years old, and he made his way up through the qualifier, able to play the number one seed, Hunter Johnson, here. I mean, that's just impressive on its own. You got to get through a lot of tough people to make your way there. The whole time he's getting coached by his dad. His dad looks like a dope dude. Always pulling his camera out, taking pictures of his son. Meanwhile, Hunter over there getting coached by his brother, Yates. Interesting he's not getting coached by Paris. Is she too good for him? Or does she annoy him? I don't know. So this first game was actually really interesting. Kwong was able to get it to 10-11. Couldn't quite seal it off, though. Hunter Johnson gets the game one win. And let's see if the paddle tap. Oh, yeah, should we? Oh, okay, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Seemed like Kwong just forgot. He's like, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm used to paddle tennis and regular tennis. We don't really do this, but I guess you guys over here do that. I love Hunter's like, all right, fuck you, dude. He's like, yeah, let's paddle tap. Okay, no, fuck you. Gives him a little, like, swipe. Like, all right, fine. Like, here's my, like, fake air paddle swipe. Tap. Here's my fake air tap. There you go. And he's like, oh, okay, actually, we're trying. 17-year-old should have just committed. No paddle tap, dude. That would have been dope. Hunter would have been all like, what the fuck, man? Kwong Dong was able to really battle it out. I mean, this dude just bangs the ball. He's got no soft game at all. But still, made it for a really interesting men's singles match. I mean, even look at this point right here. Hunter Johnson comes out on top. But, man, that was a fun one. I mean, it's got to be a little bit nerve-wracking when you're going against some dude from the qualifier, somebody you've never seen before, never watched, like, game film, never played against him. If you lose to that dude, people are going to make fun of you like crazy. You know, if you lose to someone like Yates or Rob Nunnery, I don't even think Rob Nunnery's playing singles, but, you know, just somebody who's really good. It's like, all right, man, like, they're just a good player. We all know they're good. No big deal. But if you lose to this dude, 17-year-old Kwong Duang, 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 Ding Dong, I mean, come on, man. That's a little bit much. Don't get me wrong. Kwong Duang is definitely going to be in the finals probably more as we go along here. I don't think this is just like a one-and-done situation. He's only 17 years old, especially if he takes pickleball really seriously. But until he learns a little bit of a soft game, I just can't imagine him taking down someone like Hunter Johnson. Not that Hunter Johnson is really that impressive anyways. You know, I, I, it seems like the Johnsons both kind of took a dip in their skill. I don't know what's been going on with them. Somebody pointed out it's ever since that they've moved to the engage paddle. I think that's a good point. They used to have Diadem, uh, and they were playing really great. And then all of a sudden they moved to engage, and I don't know. Maybe it's just an adjustment period, or maybe they're just not playing well with that paddle. Regardless, either way, Hunter Johnson was able to take this one home. He gets the gold medal for men's singles. He definitely deserves it. Go ahead and go celebrate with the team. And, oh, did he just kiss her? Why would you kiss your mixed partner? Aha! So it's official. They are dating. I mean, we all knew it. All right, next up, let's talk mixed doubles. We had Paris Todd and Hunter Johnson playing against some new faces. Andre Mick and Allison Harris. You may know who Mick is. We saw him playing in one of the APP tournaments a few weeks back. He made it pretty far. But Allison Harris, definitely a new up-and-comer. Turns out Mick and Harris didn't even know each other until Thursday. And then they just started playing with each other. It was their first time meeting in person. They seem to click really well. I mean, obviously, if you're making it to Championship Sunday, you got something working for you. So they were down 5-1. They ended up coming all the way back took the first game 11 to 6 no paddle taps necessary let's go to the second game 
So in the second game, it seemed like they started to figure them out. Hunter Johnson and Paris Todd took that one. So we go to a third game, and man, look at the defense from Harris. She is not going to quit, and they get the point. I mean, one of the best plays we saw this weekend from somebody that we had no idea had that much skill. Let's check this one out again. They're like, let's go target her. She's like, I'm good. Watch this. Reset. And again. And a big one. One more time. Popped up and in the net. Yeah, that's got to feel good against Paris Todd and Hunter Johnson. Mick and Harris certainly did not make this one easy for Todd and Johnson. Which, by the way, too, why is everybody wearing black here? It looks so sunny. That must be really tough. Hunter Johnson and Paris Todd end up taking this one. I mean, are they trying to hide the kisses? You know, is it like, ah, it's not appropriate? I mean, what's going on there? Come on. I mean, you're hugging each other like, uh, that. that's a relationship hug. But you're not going to kiss each other? Is that like a rule they have? They kissed before? I don't know. Why do I care so much? Who cares? It's their business. Oh, was that a butt grab? Butt grab. Oh, he grabbed her butt. Look at this. Swoop. All right, before we move on, we got to talk about this interview. I mean, you could just tell who's more experienced and who's not so experienced. I hate that APP interviews the silver medalist. Like, they just lost. Why are we interviewing them? It's so awkward. It reminds me of that scene from Basketball. I don't know if you've ever seen that movie, but here, check out this clip right here. Oh, Coop, Coop, I, I know this is a dark time for you, but I'd like to get your thoughts on what happened today. Well, Tim, today I lost the big game and uh, a dear friend. Um, I'm feeling pretty vulnerable right now. Uh, I don't think I should be alone. I really need people to talk. It certainly does seem to be raining shit on Joe Cooper right now. What happened out there? Uh, well, you know, it was a team effort, and I guess it took every player working together to lose this one. Thanks, Doug. And so... Hey, want to do an interview with me? No. So I cringe every time that they got to interview the losers of the match. It just seems so out of place. So here, let's listen to her answer. From this run to your silver medal in Newport Beach. <laughs> just, just play more. Stumped her with a, a, a not a very tough question. I, I guess she just got nervous. I don't know. What is the biggest thing that you're going to take away from this run to your silver medal in Newport Beach? Oh, God. <laughs> just, just play more defense <laughs> she's like mick help me out here i don't know what to say i mean classic mick doubles right like let the male just do 90 percent of the work and let the female just do 10 percent. just kind of hit some balls on the sideline and just get out of the way that's what she did in this interview too she's like i'll just kind of mumble some things and you do all the work all right next up we had men's doubles we had andre diescu and pesa tioni against Richard Levernice Jr. and Spencer Lanier. Two names I have not ever heard of before. Obviously, anytime Andre Deescu is playing, you gotta just know he's probably gonna get a gold. It's very rare for him to not win. Doesn't this dude look like Big Papa Jimmy, but like more New Jersey? I saw he's from New Jersey, and that's just like the perfect way to put it to me. He literally looks like if James Ignatowicz was some Jersey Italian... He would look like this guy, Levernese. I mean, come on, right? At like a quick glance, looks a little bit like Big Papa Jay. I'm telling you, if this dude had a guinea tee on and a gold necklace, slicked back hair, we'd be like, what happened? Did James Ignatowicz move to New Jersey? You think his hand signal for switching 
Is this? Why you want to switch? Why you don't want to switch to me, huh? You want me to stay on the right side or what? You want me to go on the left side? I don't know what you want me to do. I don't even think that they were ready to play in such a big match. I mean, if you rewind to their semifinal match after in the post-game interview, check out their answer. Yeah, it's uh, kind of surreal, definitely. I mean, we always have faith we're going to do it, but, like, you know, we've never done it. So I just was like, dude, we just meddled. That was uh, pretty crazy. So Spencer was a rock all day, so it was uh, easy to be his teammate. He doesn't sound like he's from New Jersey, but he is. Also, why is he matching Megan Fudge with this Lori Ever or whatever it's called? Saturday, red. Everybody's a blood. Fast forward to Sunday, he's wearing Crip Blue. What's with the back and forth? I don't know. I don't get it. Either way, the 13th seed could not take down the number one seed. So Daescu and Teoni, they end up taking this one. They get gold for men's doubles. I also love the height difference between the two of them. It's just so funny to me that they're like a really good team, but they're so different in how tall they are. I mean, look, he's got to literally like look up to him. Is Andre really tall or is Pesa really short? Look, even Pesa knows that he's like, oh, let me get on my tiptoes here. Uh, I think I'm a little bit short. Uh, let me, uh, I can't reach. Uh, let me, yeah, there we go. <laughs> he's like, dude, I can't reach it when you put it that tall. All right, next up, let's talk women's doubles. But first, let's rewind to Saturday. Let's show a few matches from Simone Jardim and Paris Todd. Check this point out right here. Early on against Ali Trong and Vivian Glosdog, Vivian Glosman. Check out this point that's got them all cracking up. Simone gets a return and bam, right into Paris Todd's head. Doesn't seem to phase her though, so I guess it wasn't that hard. Still pretty wild that that happened. All right, so let's go to the winner bracket final. We had Simone Jardim and Paris Todd taking on Susanna Barr and Megan Fudge. So we had this point here that kind of started to get some things riled up for both teams, made things a little bit awkward and strange here. Excellent point, though. A little bit of a firefight. We had some good dinking. Then we had a nice lob here. Then all of a sudden, Simone gets put on the ground. She can't get back up. And Megan Fudge hits one down the line, and Simone calls it out. And they're like, what the fuck? So if you watch the replay, let's see. Looks good. Looks real good. So Simone actually ends up saying, you know what? Sorry, I didn't have a real good angle at it. Let's just call it in. That's fine. So they reversed it. So now let's fast forward. It's game three, 10-8. For Bar and Fudge, they are just one point away from winning this thing. This was Todd and Simone's serve here, so they couldn't win the game right here, but they're trying to get it back. And look at this ball from Susanna Barr. Called out, and they are furious. Let's take another look. I mean, it's got to be close, right? And no, that's like a fucking foot in. How do you miss that call? Everybody's like, are you kidding me? Like, that wasn't even close to being out. I love how the APP has all these amazing cameras, right? Like, a ton of great footage to capture all this, and they don't have any fucking challenges. How do you not have challenges in the APP if you're going to have all this camera work being done? And this was on Saturday, too, so they don't even have line judges on every line. On Sunday, they did. They have a ton of referees calling every call. But man, if you give me the choice between a ton of line judges and some challenges, even if it's just one, I think I want to have challenges. Luckily enough, Simone goes, you know what? Let's just call that in. 
I don't know what changed her mind, but clearly the right call. Somebody maybe pulled up the YouTube live stream. Oh, wait. It wasn't on YouTube. It was on freaking ESPN this week. APP's been dropping the ball with that. You're going to only stream Saturday and Sunday, and you got to pay 10 bucks a month for ESPN+. Plus. Get the F out of here. Oh, wait. I forgot they did stream on YouTube, but it was Court 2 where there's no scoreboards, and you have no idea who's playing unless you know their faces. So Barr and Fudge had, like, I think six shots at winning this match but they just could not finish i mean it even seemed like there was some choking going on bar missed a few serves fudge hit a few into the net i mean those are the points you gotta win if you're playing a team that has not lost all year in the app as far as gold medals go i mean they ended up even getting it back tied again 11 11 but then man moves like this you just cannot do that is the opposite of clutch. Somehow they ended up even getting it to 12-11. They still had another shot. But Simone and Paris were just too good for them and too clutch. And finally, they end up putting it away. Simone and Paris, they make themselves another attempt at a gold medal. So let's go check that match out. So for the women's doubles gold medal match, we had some new faces again. Simone and Paris, who we know, taking on Rihanna Valdez and Eugenia Irakina. I think I'm saying that right. Irakina. This first game was close. They were really putting it on. And it, it just makes you wonder, like, is this just like a new look for them? So they couldn't quite figure it out at first. Is Irakina and Valdez just playing really well? Valdez and Irakina, I mean, they had game point on their paddle here. Up 11 to 10. But man, it's just like something just kicks into another gear when Simone and Paris are got their backs against a wall. So if you leave the door open for too long, Simone and Paris are just going to take advantage of it. They end up winning this first game. That's got to be so deflating. Like you'd think like, all right, hey, we were close. Like maybe in the second game we could actually win. But man, you just, how do you keep momentum up after getting so close to beating them and then falling apart kind of at the end there. I mean, it just seemed like Arakina was just getting so frustrated all match. I mean, you could even see right here. She's just had enough. She's like, ah, so as exciting as it was to see a potential upset, I mean, it just was not enough. Paris Todd and Simone, they end up taking this one again. They get the gold medal for women's doubles. Not a surprise at the beginning of this one. Maybe had an upset coming in the works kind of there in the beginning, but nope. They pulled it off. Also, what is going on here? What is this little, like, stick shift thing? Just, oh, oh that's the, you do that, and then I do this. Yep, okay, that's weird. Stick shift. Gosh, what an awkward ending. Okay, I also got to show this interview. I mean, Arakina... What happened to her on this interview? Check out what she says here. Yeah, I'm just really proud the way we played. And it's our first final together. And yeah, I think we're a good team. And we're just going to work on, you know. She's like, how do I end it? I'm going and play, you know, together. And she's like, what am I saying? Yeah. <laughs> we're looking forward ah! to much more of you. Your first.
empty platitudes and cliche sayings and uh, yeah. On the more fun side of things, let's listen to what Jarjim had to say. Just knowing that, uh, I don't know, like we, we talked about, you know, Hunter was talking about how nervous he gets when he's playing with Ferris. Uh, <laughs> uh, where like, I was like, no, I don't get nervous. I actually trust her. You know, you need to work on that trust. I think that's what it is. Oh dear. Oh, subtle shade. We're gonna let you guys talk about that one a little bit later. Not trust her? Mm, something more to that? Not that it's a competition. A, you have to have a good comeback for that one. <laughs> we cannot wait to hear your comeback to that. He's like, babe, you're, you're, you're teaming up with Riley? Everything okay? You still like me, right? Are we going to go out later? Babe, you there? Why aren't you texting me back? Babe, I noticed there was some pee in your planter outside. Uh, something happened here? Was somebody over recently? So Paris Todd gets her triple crown. Simone and Paris, they got their seventh gold medal. Pretty much all chalk on championship Sunday. Kind of boring as far as the results go. But, hey, at least we're just thankful there was some pickleball on. We all got a little bit of a hangover after MLP ended. And there's no PPA on for a while. So we'll take what we can get, right? Real quick, speaking of Paris Todd, look what paddle she's holding there. That's her signature paddle from Selkirk, right? That's like the big new paddle that they came out with. It's hers, the Paris Todd. Uh, but let's rewind. She played all weekend with the 006, the new Selkirk paddle. I mean, look, hey, it seems like a great paddle. Don't get me wrong. But, like, you have a signature paddle that just came out, and now you just kind of bailed on it. You're just going to show up with the interview like, oh, yeah, I was playing with this the whole time. I mean, at least it's still a Selkirk, but still, it's just a little bit awkward that they just gave you this brand new paddle for you. Like, that's got to crush sales for that, right? Like, at this point, if I'm a Paris Todd fan, I'm probably not going to get that paddle. Somebody made a joke that Pesationi was playing with a signature paddle, and his initials are PT, so maybe we could just switch it to the Pesationi paddle? Seems like a really good idea, actually. Okay, before I stop talking about APP, I gotta show you this. Somebody sent me this picture. Check this out. <laughs> this was their scoreboard at one point. I don't know if their app crashed or something, but they were literally using this right here to show the score to everybody in the stands there. I mean, gosh, APP just... What are you doing? Come on. I'd rather you have like one of those like like things where you like it's it's like the numbers that you kind of like pull up and then there's numbers behind it on like rings and like an old-fashioned scoreboard. I don't know. This doesn't seem like a really good idea. Can anybody even see that unless you're sitting right next to it? At least zoom in and make it full screen. You got everything else showing on there. Embarrassing. All right, before we head out, I do want to talk about some big news in the PPA. Riley Newman announces that he's no longer going to partner with Matt Wright, which is pretty crazy to think about. I mean, that was like a long-time partnership. They always were making it to the gold medal matches. Never were quite able to beat the Johns brothers. They did once, but it seems like Riley's had enough of Matt, and he wanted to have somebody new to team up with. Interesting enough, Riley did get beat by Matt in MLP. And their last time playing together, I mean, it was kind of a weird match because... The first three games, they won two out of three, but it was a best of five. And in the last two games, they got crushed 11-0 and 11-1 by the Johns brothers. So that's forever going to be known as their last game together, was getting their ass whooped by the Johns brothers. I think Riley's just had enough. He wants to try to win gold. So they're going to separate. And of course, in pure Riley Newman fashion, he did the corniest thing possible 
and made like a joke about how it's like LeBron's announcement when he went to the Miami Heat. It's like, oh, look, I'm making my big announcement. So he ended up saying that he's going to partner with Julian Arnold, who we all saw won the Super Finals in MLP. Julian Arnold seems like a great player. It'd be awesome to see him play with Riley Newman, somebody who's really strong with him. Uh, I guess the question is, is Julian Arnold just kind of someone that thrives on the energy of something like MLP? Is he going to be able to hang with Riley? Riley's not exactly the most fun partner to play with. I'm excited to see what happens. Riley's also going to play with AJ Kohler, both Takaya players. Both were on the SoCal Hard Eights. So seems like they were already working together and felt like, hey, you know what? Maybe we can make this work. He's going to play a few tournaments too with Thomas Wilson, which is interesting. I got to say, I don't know. I mean, I can't imagine that they're going to do better than they would had it been Riley and Matt. Maybe I think his best chance is probably with Julian Arnold, but I really think it's going to take some time to work all that out. And the inconsistency kind of bouncing from partner to different partner over the next half of the year. Who knows? I mean, depending on who Matt Wright plays with, maybe James Ignatowicz. I mean, that partnership might actually do better than Riley and his partner. So I guess we could all agree, though, at least that a really fun match is going to be Riley versus Matt, no matter who their partners are. I am praying that Matt Wright partners up with Hayden Patrickrin. I would love that team if they were. Imagine the two of them talking shit to each other. Just this old-ass dude and this young-ass dude playing together. Oh my gosh, that'd be so much fun. All right, well, that is going to do it. But before we head out of here, let's play another round of the official Sorry Not Sorry Pickleball Podcast game. It's partner, body bag, winner off the net. Partner, body bag, winner off the net. Partner, body bag, winner off the net. Play a dancing, winner off the net. Dice and McGuffin, winner off the net. Hey, Waters, body bag, body bag. James Lee, gotta wish, body bag, body bag. Sorry, not sorry. Winner off the net. Sorry, not sorry. Partner. All right, so for this week's version of Partner, body bag, winner off the net, I got three names here. Number one. Quang Duong. I hope I'm saying that right. Number two, Richard Levernice Jr., a.k.a. Big Papa Jimmy in a New Jersey disguise. And number three, Eugenia Yurakina. I feel like I'm not saying that first name right. The tall chick from the women's doubles that wore the sunglasses. Can't speak after. All right, so out of the three, who do I want to partner with? Who do I want to body bag? And who would I hit a winner off the net? Let's see, who would I want to partner with? I don't think I want to partner with Kwong Duang because he doesn't really play doubles much. I don't know. He just seems like he just smacked the ball. He couldn't dink. Men's doubles, it's about dinking. So definitely not him. Livernice, I don't know. He's got New Jersey ties, could be in the mafia. Uh, if he's not in the mafia, he's a crip or a blood based off of his clothing choices. Uh, so I definitely don't want to body bag him. I'll just partner with him. Uh, we're both from Jersey, so I think that that would go well. He seems like a fun guy. Um, so I'll partner with him. Who would I want to body bag winner off the net? I mean, I don't know. Something feels wrong about body bagging some 17-year-old kid. Uh, but also, I feel like I wouldn't really feel right to body bag Yurikina. Honestly, I think hitting a winner off the net against Yurikina would really just upset her. She seems like she gets easily just like, ah, just like kind of high temper. So I think I'd hit a winner off the net with her. Yeah, I'm going to body bag Quang Duang. And I don't know, maybe he'll make one of that grunt sound. It would be kind of funny. Ah! 
Actually, that might not be a good idea because then he's just going to rip the ball at me, body bag me extra hard. And oh my gosh, a body bag from Quang Duong? I feel like that would hurt more than anybody else. Okay, I'm switching my pick. I'm going to body bag Yurikina and I'm going to hit a winner off the net against Quang Duong. I feel like I say his name different every time I say it. Anyways, there it is. So I'm going to partner with Levanese Jr. I'm going to body bag Yurikina and I'm going to hit a winner off the net with Duong. <laughs> All right. So there you have it. There's this week's episode. Thanks so much for watching, everybody. Before you head out, if you guys wouldn't mind hitting that like button, subscribing to the channel if you're not already subscribed, sharing this with your friends who might be trying to get into pro pickleball a little bit. We don't have any more tournaments for a little while. So next week, I'm probably going to put out just another fun little episode, maybe just some updates, uh, just talking shit, terrible takes, you know, like I normally do. So don't forget to tune in next week. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you around. Take care. Forgiveness. Saying sorry